Hello and welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. I'm your host, Riley Wilkes, and I'm sorry I actually haven't been able to put out a podcast this week. It's all been super confusing with the election and everything, but now we are back on track and I'm ready to dig deep in what's been going on. So surprisingly, this week there's not a ton of drama to go over, but we do have a bunch of stuff that is good enough to talk about. The teaser of this week has more involved politically because of everything that's going on. And the reason I also couldn't get this podcast out sooner is because I wanted to wait till after The Bachelorette. And The Bachelorette was postponed from Tuesday due to coverage of the election and everything. So yeah, we're just going to get right into everything that I want to talk about. First thing I want to talk about that's probably been the biggest thing so far in the news, in the media and everything, is Zoe Laverne. Or Laverne. Levine, however the hell you pronounce it. So she has been exposed from someone hacking her and I think Cody's DMs, something like that, for kissing a 13-year-old boy. And she has only continued to make matters so much worse than it needs to be for her. She has continually to speak on this. I don't know why she does not have a lawyer. I think she actually might, but I don't know why her she doesn't have a manager or a parent or someone telling her, hey, shut your mouth. Because the more she talks about it, the more it's worse. So the guy, kid's name is Connor, and he's 13, and she's 19 years old. That is illegal. That is grooming. And if she, she could have played it off like a prank. It still wouldn't be right, but it was like, oh, it's truth or dare. I mean, I think, like, okay, I get it, sort of. Like, it's still gross, but, like, you're not a predator. But the biggest issue was the way she gaslit it and the fact that she openly admitted that she caught feelings. She said, oh, no, it's okay. Like, we were just really good at friends, but then we started catching feelings for each other, so I ended it. I did the responsible thing. No, Zoe, you caught feelings for a 13-year-old child. That is rape if you did anything more to him. That is rape. He is 13. He cannot legally consent. And this is not a 20-year-old dating a 16-year-old. This isn't even Tony Lopez hitting up 15-year-olds. She's 19. He is 13. She knew his age. She became friends with him. She caught feelings for a 13-year-old. And she kept posting, going back to TikTok, since I'm canceled for the fifth time this week. Zoe, you're not canceled. You got canceled, quote-unquote canceled, when you said the N-word, when you bullied Charlie. That was you getting canceled. You sexually harassed, I don't know what the proper term is for it, a 13-year-old boy who hasn't even begun to probably start puberty yet. That itself is an issue that you are attracted to little kids. And you don't see the issue. And she just kept posting dancing videos with her her comments off. And I literally duetted her a bunch of times. Like, this is not the reason we're mad. Is of you, like... I guess that is the reason we're mad. But, like, this is not, like, every other time with you, Zoe. This is something that is beyond, like, social law of canceling. This could be illegal depending what state you're in and what actually went down. And a lot of you guys are DMing Connor, the kid, harassing him, like asking what happened, what's his side. There is no his side to the story. He is a kid. He is 13 years old. He does not, should not talk about it. 
This is something that maybe he's like, oh yeah, this is cool, I kissed a 19-year-old now, but it's probably going to affect him later in life. This is something that is potentially scarring for a little kid. I want you guys to understand that this isn't something that we should be high-fiving a little kid for. This is no different. Think about it if it was a 21 or 20-year-old man kissing a 13-year-old girl. It's horrible. There is no ands, ifs, or buts around the issue. And people are wondering, how do you come back from it? I don't know. She did the first thing. Step. Which is getting help. She needs to go to a mental hospital. I think she did. She needs extensive therapy. Because whether or not, she, there's probably something in her past that made her do this. Most people don't be, just do this out of nowhere. Usually it's past abuse or something traumatic or triggering. Her life on social media is probably not going to be the same. That is the reality. She's not going to come back and be accepted. I don't think she should. I don't think she should come back to social media for a while. Zoe, your life is not over. You're not going to go to jail because I don't think it's legal to kiss somebody. It's awful. It's gross. But you're not going to go to jail. You can still probably go to college. Get a degree. Find someone you love. And that's going to be it. You're probably not going to be. You're not going to be able to move to LA probably. You're not going to be friends with this White House or the Hype House. This isn't a sexting scandal. Or a 16-year-old. He was 13. I don't know if you're a pedophile. I really don't. I don't know who you are on the inside. But what you did was gross and disgusting. And your price you're going to pay is your career on social media is probably over. And she went after Charlie and everything. She called Charlie a slut. Which is just like so bad. But it's like not even close to what she actually did with Connor. And then all the Zonauts. God, the... You don't understand the most annoying people I think in the entire earth is our Zonuts. I saw this conversation between like a Duncan and Zonut earlier, and I was like, I wanted it was both from before Zoe did all this stuff with Connor, but I was like, uh, I think I want to switch to Zoe fandom, but I don't want Charlie to be mad at or the Charlies to be mad at me. And they're like, how about you just become a Zunkin? It's Zo both a Zonut and a Duncan. That was probably the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. But these conversations crack me up. They are so funny. It's insane. But yeah, I just want you guys to know that Connor is the victim here. No matter what, so you guys should leave him alone. Do not press him about it. Nothing. He is the victim. Zoe is the predator in this situation. He's the victim. And that's all I'm going to say on Zoe. Okay, this, what I'm about to talk about next is the main issue I actually wanted to speak on. So, Vinny Hacker's in some controversy today. Of course, because, you know, someone is going to be in controversy no matter what the day is. So, the background is this. Vinny Hacker posted on his account that's called It's All Pain. It's uh, an account he shares between him and this guy named Sean uh, I think I just know his first name, Sean. Um, where they just talk about depression, like their depression, how sad they are, lonely. It's like that's what the account is for. He posted 
I'm this I'm stoked Biden won, but I'm still lonely. And of course, people immediately began to reach and was like, oh, thousands of people got their human rights back today. But oh, I'll thank God you're not lonely. Like, first of all, where, like, where did he say that? Where did he say that? Nowhere. Vinny is one of the, and congrats to Biden, obviously, I just want to say that. Um, he is the only, one of the few TikTokers in LA who actually advocates for Biden. The only one in this White House. He has been open about his support for Joe Biden. All he was saying is like, for him, even when he feels something really exciting, he is still sad on the inside. And no one's human rights were lost. Like, let's be, Joe Biden's even president yet. He hasn't fixed anything yet because he hasn't been in power. Wait until January 20th. But the thing is, you guys reach for something that even when someone supports the same goddamn candidate you do, you still find a way to fuck him over. And be like, oh, well, fuck, like, he didn't fucking mean that shit. That's not how it works, guys. It just, it just flat out isn't. And I'm sorry, you can't see that. And you are just so blind to look for what something actually means that you can't just take a second and think to yourself, is this worth flipping my shit over? People, he got death threats for this. For this. For saying I'm ecstatic Biden one, but I'm still lonely. It's He didn't make it all about, he didn't compare his strategies to the people that suffered under Trump. That's not what he did. He was comparing his two feelings about life right now. I was like, he's really excited about something. But at the same time, like, his depression. And he had to literally tell people, like, oh, my depression's actually real. He, like, he had to convince people that his depression was real and f worth fighting for. And he had to apologize. I don't think he should apologize. I really don't. Because it sets a president. He's a good dude for apologizing. But was it necessary? Absolutely not. So I'm going to go ahead and read you guys his apology. That was taken the wrong way. It's a pain account. I posted I'm happy as hell that Biden won over Trump. Go look at my tweets and past stories about me rooting for Biden. Yet I've seen so many points of people making something so similar. No one says anything. And then it looks like his... Twitter was hacked, he said, for a little bit after that, because it was saying, like, his Twitter account was deactivated. And then he said, it was never my intention to be insensitive to any community either. I feel terrible realizing the death it can be taken to. Nah, but in all seriousness, I'm taking a break, not just to get out of social media drama, but to reflect on past instances. I'm sorry for posting such insensitive content. It wasn't meant to take anyone anything away from anyone. Obviously, not everything's about me, and I don't intend it to be. I wasn't being serious, and I'm damn glad we got Trump out of office. Okay, so let's just dissect the layers of this. He first says, It was never my intention of being sensitive to any community. I feel realizing the death that can be taken to. Vinny, it was never taken to that death. People do not actually be offended. Like, oh, how dare he? People wanted likes. They wanted the 2,000 likes they could have gotten commenting on your post. It's as simple as that. And I know he actually believes. Like, this is better than most people's apologies for saying the fucking N-word. He actually be is believes people are genuinely upset about this. And he says, 
I'm sorry for posting such insensitive content. It wasn't insensitive, guys. It was his contact where he talks about depression. It would have been one thing if he said, fuck Biden, I'm lonely, or screw people who are ecstatic about Biden, feel my pain. But newsflash, that is not what he said. And he even admits, past time after time, I was rooting for Biden. He didn't have to say that, but he did. He is a Biden supporter. Like, y'all are giving him the same hate you would give to someone who is a Trump supporter. And by y'all, I'm talking about, quote-unquote, alt-TikTok, the mob, the cancel culture gang. And this goes on both sides. It's not just liberals canceling people that they don't like. Republicans do this all the time. They just don't want to admit to it. Liberals are more open about it to doing it people they actually like themselves. And then he said, I'm done with being judged for everything. It's like I'm being watched constantly. I'm probably taking a little break for a little bit. Then you deserve a break. Do what you want. It is so... Like, people act like because he has... Yeah, he revealed, too, he had medically diagnosed depression. And I I made a post about this defending Vinny. And I had a comment saying, self-diagnosed depression. Every doctor will d- diagnose someone with depression if they feel... If they say they're sad. Like... Okay, then what's good enough? Like, what do you want from him? Do you want a note from the doctor? Like, what would be enough of of him to do that would prove that his depression is actually meaningful to you? Like, what would it do? What's it going to take? Because they don't have an ambition or a goal. Like, even if he apologizes, it's like, okay, no, it's not enough. Like, please give us a list of what Vinny needs to do to earn respect again. It's so fucking stupid. I'm so fucking done with this bullshit. And people are like, he makes four million. He has four million followers. Poor him. Poor him. Guys, you get four million followers, you still get death threats over shit like this. You get threats to your family. You get ridiculed on a constant basis. Yeah, I would love the fame too. But I also don't know how it would affect me. Because I know with fame, it would come probably verbal abuse on a daily basis. Is it worth it? I don't know. I'm not in their shoes, I can't tell you. But you do realize this is what the people are doing. Like, they have to deal with that. No matter what they... Like, they'll see it. Especially because it's most often the most slight comments, guys. You think people are oblivious to what you're doing and saying, but that's not the case. They see it. They do see what you have to say about them. One other quick little thing I want to go over that's sort of internet drama related is James Charles revealed that there is a guy who's in, like, a pretty good relationship with a girl who, whenever they get in a fight or something, which is all the time, DMs him nudes and, like, confesses his love for James and, like, wants to hook up and everything. And he was like, he told, he said he finally told the girl and she unadded him and got mad at him. And so everybody started freaking out and guessing, like, which influencer it was. People immediately guessed it was, like, a sway boy. They guessed it was Jaden because him and Mads keep, like, breaking up and getting back together. He said it was not Jaden, and then he goes, it's not a sway boy, but, like, I want to know who you guys think it is. Because, first of all, James, like, if you say that, you're like, oh, I'm not gonna... He obviously wouldn't repeat the name to the public because he doesn't want to out their sexuality, which I get. It's a very respectable thing to do. I don't know if I would do the same, but it's the good thing to do. Anyway, um, I don't know who it is. I really don't. I wonder if it's someone that's an influencer but only has, like, a mil followers that, like, we wouldn't be, like, really known to. Like, you have to think. If it's if it's not, it's not a Sway member, he says. 
And I doubt it is because he still hangs out with them. I don't think if in the hype house we're talking Thomas Petro, which I doubt it is because him and me have been dating for like a year. Rylan doesn't have a girlfriend. Nick doesn't have a girlfriend. Lil Huddy does not have a girlfriend unless he's dating Charlie, but I guarantee you that's not it because they're friends still too. Who else would it be? It's not Alex Warren. He's been dating Cobra for like three years. I doubt it's a Vinny or like a Troy Zarbra. I don't know who it is. I really don't. Jaden was the one that made the most sense. It was he said it wasn't Jaden, but just based on like the timeline of him and his girlfriend, like it made the most sense. But I really don't know who it actually is. So just I'm interested to hear your thoughts about it. So comment down when I post on TikTok, our books too, about this, and I'm curious to see what you guys say. So to finish this up, I know it's gonna be a short episode, but I assume you know there hasn't been that much stuff, and I just want to be able to get it. Go through everything kind of quickly. We're going to talk about The Bachelorette. So, sort of a recap. Not that much happened in terms... It was like a one big thing throughout the entire episode of Thursday Night, which was Claire and Dale. So, it started with the guys in the house talking pretty much about how they know what's going on with Dale and Claire. Like, they're not idiots. And, like, the last thing that sort of, like, sparked this fire... Like, there was gasoline on the floor, but then, the, like, the thing that lit a match and, like, burned it all to the ground was when Claire had the group date with the guys, and gave herself the rose because she didn't feel like she got any good conversations from the guys, but all she asked the guys about was Dale. So, like, they weren't able to have a good conversation with her. Like, they weren't given a proper chance. They're like, okay, we know what this is about. We're not slow. So it talks with them, and then Chris Harrison gets word of it, and he goes talks to Claire, and he's like, Claire, like, we got to talk. And he literally goes, he goes, don't fuck with me. Like, he's, like, laying down the wall. And it's, like, obviously they talked before, like, this, the filmed meeting. Like, they're not going to just berate Claire like that. They want to make sure they can get a good response for TV, obviously. So, he was like, yeah, like, tell me what's up. Like, the guys in the house are mad. They see what's going on with you and Claire. So, like, the way this is going, it's not going to end well for anybody involved. What do you want? And she's like, hey, I want some more time with Dale. So Chris goes to the house, and she says Dale reminds her of her father and everything, and it was actually really sweet. And, like, it's clear that she does really, like, she's like, I'm, I think I'm in love with Dale and everything. So she, Chris goes to the guys, and he's like, hey, guys, there will be no cocktail party. There will be no rose ceremony. Dale, let me talk to you. And so the guys are, like, confused, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know what's happening or anything. And so Dale's like, what? And Dale's like, and he's like, Dale, get ready. Like, Claire wants to talk to you. So they go out of dinner. And Claire basically tells him where she's at, that she he's the one she wants. And that, like, they want to get to know each other and warn that she wants to have dinner with him and everything like that. And he talks about his parents, about his, like, family and how he views Claire. And Claire says, like, hey, you remind me a lot of my dad. And her dad is dead, as you guys probably know. And she, like, really looked up to the strong man he was. And Dale was like, thank you, that's, like, the best thing you could possibly say to me. And everything. Because he knows how much she respects her father. And he wants to be respected by her. He basically confesses his love to her, too. Like, 
not as directly there. Like, there were definitely some, like, eh, is he really mean that moments with Dale? But you got the gist of it well enough. You knew Dale was in, the, in it for the right reasons and everything. So, anyway, then... They went back to the hotel room, or Claire's house, or whatever, and basically fucked. Like, yeah, they fucked. Like, they were making out of the bed. And this is episode four. The same fantasy suites that happens, like, episode, like, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, they were getting into And we already know all the stuff, like, that they practically dry-humped each other in the past episodes. And basically had sex, but, like... So we got the final, the first morning shot. Like, they slept over. Like, clothes on the floor shot in the morning them under the covers, everything like that, you see. And it's like, okay, wow, like, they're in it. So Claire, by this time, knows, hey, I'm picking Dale. Like, we both said each other were in love with each other. This is what I want. So she goes and talks to the guys, and it's like, hey, guys, I don't want to lead you guys on or tell you guys. I would told you guys I would be honest with you, and I want you guys to know that I came here looking for love, and, I, like, I found that with Dale. And most of the guys are actually really accepting about it, and I don't, like... It would kind of be, like, the sucky feeling, like, you sort of just been played. But, like, most of the guys were, like, okay, like, we're happy for you. Like, that's the whole goal. And then one guy, I forget his name, but he was a douchebag. Like, you always sort of apologize. No, she doesn't owe you goddamn shit, motherfucker. Like, why are people such fuckheads? Like, goddamn. Like, do you not know how this is going to be perceived on TV, bro? You think this is going to go well? No. So, basically, then, after that... Like, they all give her a hug and everything, and she leaves. And Chris goes and talks to Dale. And it's basically like, hey, you got a decision to make. You're marrying Claire practically. He told him, like, practically, like, you're marrying Claire. You got to propose. So they FaceTime Neil Lane. He looked hesitant. He'd be like, okay, whatever. Why not? Neil Lane got him a ring. And all of a sudden, he's on one knee proposing to Claire, and they're happily ever after. And that was shocking. Reality Steve never released that they got married, that they got engaged because of all the strange things that happened with this season. He never fully knew what was going to happen besides her ending up with Dale and leaving the show. So that was a shock to all of us, you know? And I want to say one thing about Claire. You guys have got to chill out with the hates on her. You can criticize her however you'd like, but I'm talking pure hate, like she's like a bitch or she's a whore or get her off my screen, shit like that. You can say I think Claire fell in love too fast or something like that. Like, I think she might have... I don't like the way she worded this. I don't think she should send him home. That's totally okay. But you guys are doing it in pure sexist, misogynistic way about it. She... Whether you like her decisions or, like, what she... Agree with what she wants. It's what she wants. It's her love. Like, she knows what she wants and she's not fucking around with it. Like, you guys say you watched the show for a love story. Guess what? You got it. And you got the drama you need. So let's calm down to get chill, bro. And then they show Taisha. And Taisha looks absolutely beautiful in her dress. And she's a little worried with Chris. Like, hey, I don't know if they'll accept me or not. But then once, once she walks in... Oh, yeah, Chris warns the guys, like, they can stay or they can leave. But he wouldn't tell them, like, who was coming or, like, what it would be like. And I'm pretty sure everybody stayed. But, like, once they see Taisha, they're going to be just okay with it. Because Taisha is gorgeous. She's, like, top five probably all time in the history of this show. It's insane. It's going to be real different than Claire's season. Because Taisha's younger. She's immature. Like, 
it's going to be different. And I feel like you guys aren't going to hate on her as much for that. And I don't want you to. I want to make sure I have that clear. So that's what we'll see next week. I'm going to actually make a podcast earlier next week. I'm not going to wait a whole week and do it next Saturday slash Sunday. I'll probably release one Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Um, Sorry for the no music on this um podcast, actually. I'm recording it on my school computer because my Mac broke and I'm going to get that fixed. But my school computer has like blocked out like YouTube and everything. Oh, and guys, look out. Next week, I have an interview with Colin Ray. He is on TikTok, at Colin Ray. He's a former prisoner who's using, like, his experience to help kids avoid that path and what to do and how to stay strong in life. And he's actually a really great person, so I'm going to interview him. He said he was down to do the podcast. I'm going to figure out a great time to interview him next week, and that's going to hopefully be out by then. I'll let you guys know if it still ends up happening next week. But, yeah, I'm super stoked about that. Thank you, for everyone sort of guys i'm here like i'm interviewing real people with millions of followers verified people i love you guys so much for all of your support keep sharing subscribing following and thank you guys for everything you do thank you guys so much i love you and have a great weekend